In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, the associates separated to cover more ground. Abel made arrangements to book an assassin three-piece musical act for the heist and showed up for her drone surgery with Dr. White to add the newest and most smallest member of the team, P-Brain. Saul did a deep dive into the world of corporate conspiracies looking for more information on Skeleton, digging up an article that explains their origins. Suifangji descends on Smoke's factory hideout in hopes to find the answers about the hacker plaguing Sahara. The place turns out to be filled with deadly traps that almost kill Suifangji and Amir. By the end, they find Smoke to be an aged man, determined to find a legendary hacking deck. We join Saul now, who continues his hunt for skeleton through the dark recesses of the web. You just on like a kind of a whim... Um, you decide to check out a site, uh, that caught your eye earlier and it's like this direct chat kind of roulette style, but the theme of the the website is like truth seekers and revolutionaries, people who want to bring down the system. Um, and so... Yeah, it's like a lot of it's a lot of people who are like, you know, wearing like Che Guevara hats and um, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you get paired up with um, this person who has their camera off, um, but he's he's just like, you know, hey, uh, 
So, what do you want to what do you want to talk about? Oh, Saul doesn't have his camera on either. He has a a, a screensaver that looks like a big green alien head, essentially. It's just like his persona, I guess, in, in a group or a voice chat slash video chat uh, software like that. Um, Saul will type up. Recently came to Pilates, uh, looking to talk to skeleton or information on skeleton, as I heard they are powerful group in city. Want to know more? Just general information. They type back. What are you willing to offer? Mm, not much to offer, other than heard. Uh, the Donati family has ties to Pilates CP. They said, or they they type back. I know that already. Do you have anything tangible? Other than eyewitness testimonies, no tangibility. Nothing recorded, only talked about. You want information, and you can't pay for it. I don't know how I can help you. If looking for compensation money-wise, that can be arranged. Don't need money. Looking for something more. Hmm. Only other thing is heard Sahara has new technology to somehow make immortality a thing. This, like you see the, um, the typing wheel, like flash on and off a few times as they kind of process this information and decide what to say, say back. Um, and they're, and the, the response is finally, seriously? Do you have proof? Saul will kind of... Saul has been on these types of forums for long enough that he knows kind of like the gist of what is too ridiculous in a conspiracy theory, but also stuff that kind of skirts the edge. So he's going to try to construct or fabricate some sort of... St- story that will tie in a little bit of the truth of what the actual Phoenix ship program is and also some random horseshit that like is just maybe conspiracy theory light. So Saul will type in something that's like Okay, I mean you can give me a persuasion role um, and that'll determine how good this is or believe a bell. Alright, well that's an 8 plus a 4 so that's a 12. Woo. So Saul will type up something along the lines of, like, recently heard about new program, something to do with Firebird, having to employ people who are poor without money, looking to use their bodies to house programs and or AI slash uploaded consciousness of execs. Not 100% sure on all the data or information, but do know about uh, flyers that have been recently shown around city. So he or this person is going to type I need to see your face and he's just like camera reveal in three two one and then his camera snaps on. Does yours? Um, 
uh, I guess uh, in like the three seconds, is there any way that Saul could like you know cover his face with just like uh, a napkin or something, like wear a bandana sort of deal? Yeah, I think. I mean, that's doable. You're in a hotel room. You can, or you're in your uh, like loft. You can just pull a pillow up or something. Yeah, I think he would just like tie his. Uh, he would just tie his uh, uh, um, flannel across his face to make kind of a mask. But as soon as it came on, and he'd turn his Mufon hat backwards, so it doesn't say Mufon on it. But as soon as soon as that like one two three goes on, and he sees that other camera turn on really quick, then he'll turn on just like I would say half a second later. This person's face is someone you have seen before. Not somebody you have met, but you have a recollection of seeing this this face before. And the place that you have seen it before is right after the face of Skipjack on the uh, PCP cycle of uh, wanted skeleton members. Oh, shit. That's toothy, right? It's toothy. Yeah, so I will... Toothy, um, he's kind of like a middle-aged man, kind of like leathery skin. He's just covered head to toe in tattoos that you can tell. I mean, like, he's tattooed up on his face, and it goes down his neck. Um, He has kind of a short mohawk, and these... um, like ear implants um, that just kind of have like technology that wraps around the back of his head. Um, And he has like one or two teeth in his mouth. Um, Probably hence the name, hence why he's named toothy. Um, And he says, you're covering your face. That's cheating. Saul will will drop the uh, the flannel, and he'll type. Sorry, first time in Pilates. Not sure how many things work in city. Looking for information. Has heard of things through Grapevine. And he types back because you haven't heard his him speak yet. Um, he's just showing you. He's shown you his face, and he's typing. Um, and. Uh, he he types back, I needed to look in your eyes to tell if you were lying. I think that we could have a longer conversation, but you're going to have to bring something to the table. When they had Phoenix when they had the Phoenix chips installed, were they uh were the three of us unconscious during the surgery? Definitely. Yeah, so do we know what the chips look like at all? I think yes. I think yes for the express reason that um, you were taught how to extract them in a field scenario should you need to, uh, like, remove a chip and rescue a teammate's personhood essence. So, yeah, you, you you have a rough understanding of what they look like just because... You know, you've you've been taught how to how to remove them. Are they? Would you say they're they're specialized? Like they don't look like other data chips or any other sort of implants that one could have. Yeah, they've got. Um, in appearance, it kind of looks sort of like an SD chip, except 
at the front it has these two kind of like wings um, that hook around uh, into the apparatus so that once once it has been inserted it can't be removed without like a special code is there any way that Saul could try to replicate not like actually make one um, from you know like make one from vision but not one that would actually work like just a uh, let's say a mock version of it. So just like the outside or the externals. Well, you can certainly make a mock version because I don't think you know how to make the real one. No, I don't think Saul does either. So I think I think what Saul would be thinking right now is something along the lines of like, I could bring a, uh, a fake version of this chip to our meeting, but say like the chip itself was wiped or the data was, you know, removed. I don't know. It, w- it would be something like that. Uh, cause I don't know what Saul would... I don't really know what else Saul would use as payment for this. Um, so, yeah, Saul will just type up... Uh, we'll do best to get one of these Firebird or f- data on Firebird program. Looking to see about connections between skeleton nuclear devices in biotechnica and uh experiments on human and non-human entities he types back it will not be something i share with you as a stranger if you want the information that you seek if you want to know skeleton you must become skeleton fuck God damn it. Looking more towards information on biotechnica and testing. Just scared. Heard rumors about skeleton and nuclear devices. Do not want to be caught in crossfire again. Can guarantee data. Can look hard and search for payment. Do not wish to become part of skeleton. Do not want to be caught in crossfire again. So the response is don't know where you got information about us having nuclear devices. We are not the ones to worry about. As for Biotechnica, I don't have things for you. If no Biotechnica and no worry about skeleton, who is person to fear with nuclear? Again, just got here, heard of news, now possibly have to go back to I don't know. Uh, Bad parts of Dusk City. He responds, It would be good to know who has it. We would like to know. Shit. Well, sorry, not mean to disrespect or waste time. Appreciate help. Appreciate information. I... If wanting to talk in person and also gather more or exchange information message me we'll be here we'll listen um that's really all saul's got because i mean that's uh, skeleton doesn't have any info on the nukes right now and uh i mean you don't know that for sure i mean a i could lie to you uh, and b I don't um, believe it though, because honestly, right now Saul is. I, th- I think the the prospect of talking to a skeleton member and them not knowing where the nuclear devices are either. 
I think at this point Saul is uh, is easily just going to be like, uh, especially after the proposition to join Skeleton to even know more information. So Saul will, yeah, Saul will just pretty much type like, you know, thank you for information, uh, willing to help if message, uh, if need more help later on, um, but do not have much more information at this time. And then he types back, we'll be in touch, Saul. Thank you, Toothy. And then he disconnects. Yeah, and so does Saul. And Saul then hyperventilates a little bit. He's like, fuck. Okay. So you guys are at the Longshoreman apartment. Um, it is uh, the morning after sort of all of you guys had your little separate adventures. Um, and I think you're just like, you kind of all just like gathered in the, in the, uh, like the main room, um, sort of on your own volition and are now staring at each other. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to show up with a, couple cups of coffee and like I don't know some Twinkies something from the bodega because apparently that's the only thing that Saul likes to eat you got Twinkies like that's like my favorite power food <clears throat> yeah it's like a breakfast food right yeah it's like like I really like the new flavors that they have like breakfast burrito flavored Twinkie and like uh, uh, what is it called sirloin steak that one's one of my favorites Okay, good, because, I mean, those were on sale, so I grabbed you, like, four of those, but then, uh, too funky, I grabbed us some normal shit. I don't... Well, you don't eat. I'm just gonna keep these, then. You enjoy it. Just tell me how it tastes. It tastes like coffee, and I'm just gonna dunk a whole Twinkie in my coffee, and then shove it in my mouth. Hello, everyone. I've returned. I come bearing a whole being. This is Candor. What's up, bitches? Um, yeah, Candor's gonna hide out here for a while until we can figure out a proper housing arrangement. Is this your guys' place? Eh, I've seen better. So I take it Candor's like a misnomer, right? She's like a, I mean, she's kind of like 14, 15, um, very like punk rock, goth girl, like aesthetic, um, just kind of a person who uh hates okay well uh candor do you want sufanji's coffee i guess yeah you guys have any cigarettes not for you oh okay so oh, this that's gonna be this sort of arrangement okay all right mom i don't have any cigarettes but i could show you how to make a bomb if you want that's a thing like kids should know how to do right okay i like this guy a little better what's your name i'm candor I am Saul Owens Jr. And uh, normally I'd say something about aliens, but uh, guys, I, I kind of have like a confession to make, kind of. Um, but just give me a second. And Saul goes back into the room that he he was just talking to Toothy with the uh, computer with. He picks up the laptop and he brings it over to the sink. And he turns on the laptop and then just puts it into the sink and starts running water over it. 
So, um, I kind of went out of the dark web, and and Abel, I, Abel, don't give me that look. Just, just hear me out. What? I mean, just it's early morning, bro. I had a late night. <clears throat> okay, then you'll you'll take this way easy. I kind of revealed my identity and also had a heart to heart with one of the um, head members of Skeleton, and he. Do you guys just not fucking believe in any sort of uh, discretion? Like, is that not a thing that we have in this group? Hey, man, like, he wouldn't talk to me unless I talked to him. And I tried to use as much discretion as possible. But, like, obviously... I, I really don't believe that's all. No, maybe. I mean, like, look, I was trying to find out what Skeleton was doing, just like you guys told me to. You guys told me to, like, check it out and make sure that that we could 100% tell Sahara that like they have the nukes so we don't have to do some like outrageous I really feel like I didn't tell you to expose yourself like that's just something that you're kind of good at right it's just exposing yourself I didn't mean to but the good thing is like even if I do expose myself like it's not always a bad thing yeah yeah it is it is always a bad thing you're in the presence of a child um that's disgusting. See? See, even Kandor agrees. Fuck you, you're not learning how to make any goddamn bombs anymore. Alright? You stay the f- Damn, Saul. Yeah, you, you stay the fuck out of this conversation until I tell you to come in it, alright? Eyes on- yeah. Eyes on- Fine! I'm gonna mess with that laptop. That's fine, destroy it. I, I'm literally running water on it right now. I'm going to destroy the hardware. Like, please. Here, I will- And Saul pulls the, the wet- laptop out and hands it to her and he's like all right so in that bedroom there's a backpack there's a hammer and a power drill just fucking go at it please she's like no i have my own tools and she pulls out like a little um roll of uh fabric and just lays it out and there's uh all sorts of of uh hand tools and, and gadgets and stuff she's like you you want this to be untraceable yeah i can i can do that yeah i'd like that i appreciate that I'm sorry for getting all this at you earlier. I just do not like getting put into a corner when I'm trying to do my best over here, guys. Nobody's putting you in a corner, baby. Just tell us how you fucked up and let's, let's, uh, I don't know. I went online and I was trying to get a pulse on, like, if there's any corruption, like, dark web online. And I was trying to figure out if there's any, like, corruption in, in the, you know, Pilates police department that, that may have leaked out this nuke to other people and some other stuff and just like trying to find out more threads and whatnot about like everything that's going on and somebody found me just like how i found that person and we were speaking anonymously for a while but they were like if you want to know more i need to see your face and i was like well i can't do that unless you reveal your face to me as well so we're on even terms Kander like speaks up over the while she's tinkering with the laptop. She's like that. That's what they call a reverse catfish, and goes back to tinkering. Yeah. Well. Okay. Either way. So we did like a one, two, three, like rock, paper, scissors sort of deal, and they showed me first, and then I and then I had to kind of you know honor code show my face too, and it turned out to be toothy, and that person knew my face from somewhere. I don't know. I guess. Honestly, sometimes, guys, like, when you start selling weapons to, like, crime families and syndicates and stuff, like, you kind of get a reputation. You get what you deserve. I mean, look, I will not definitely, I will definitely not lie and say I have gotten shot plenty of times before and I've gotten stabbed plenty of times before. But, like, I've never gotten hurt 
overly maliciously because I'm seeking to get hurt. It just kind of happens. All right? So, like, I'm not trying to put anybody in danger. I'm trying to find out where this nuke is so we don't fuck around with it. And we just let Sahara do their thing. And they can fuck around with it. That's all. Like, it's one thing to play with bullets. It's another thing to play with a thermonuclear warhead. I see where you're coming from. Um, well, at least you told us, Abel. I guess we can just figure out or just see what happens from here. And, um, Saul, I really hope that was a good idea. Um, I'm going to trust your judgment. And if you feel that revealing yourself didn't jeopardize us, then... So, Saul, how do you know that this guy recognized you? You said he he seemed to know who you were. And it's a guy, right? Yeah, so, like, do you you remember all those flyers that were downtown that were, like, uh, wanted posters? Um... It was one of the guys was Toothy. He was from Skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. So that was him. It was his face. And then. So the 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 rainbow mohawk dude. Uh no, it was the guy with like the metal jaw. No, no, it wasn't that guy either. No, the the guy with the metal jaw. That's um, that's Marius Bones. That's the leader. Uh, while so while Saul is describing. Because Abel's going to ask Saul to, like, give a very detailed description. Um, While Saul is describing this person, she's going to get out um, a sketchbook uh, that she keeps a couple of her designs in and um, just start sketching out the face. Yeah. So so the the drawing that you have uh, in front of you, it's it's a middle-aged man... um, He's, his face is just like covered in tattoos. Um, he also has a mohawk, but it's a lot like, um, it's a lot less loud, uh, than Skipjacks. Um, he also has like these, these, uh, sort of rather large cyber oral implants that just kind of cover his ears. It looks like he's wearing headphones all the time. Um, and then, uh, he has like it, his face kind of looks like it was smashed in by a shovel. He's got like a crooked nose, and his mouth is mostly like um, he he doesn't have a lot of teeth. Okay. And Abel's gonna um, after sketching out that photo or that uh, like image that Saul describes, she's gonna also um, sketch out the tattoos on a another sheet of paper. Um, actually she's going to give each tattoo its own, its own page. Um, and she's going to like further interrogate Saul for as much detail on the tattoos as possible. They were really cool. Like there was one that was like a flaming skull and then there was another one. Okay. What kind of, what kind of flames? Like, was it, uh, like, uh, Americana kind of, you know, the really old style flames or the hard lines and like the. Okay, color or no color? Yeah, it was just like the primary colors. All right, and then she's gonna get out like all of her her um, kind of pack of 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 mixed up colored pencils and and start shading it in and and trying to get as much detail into these as possible. All right, did the skull have like a, a bottom jaw or did was it just the the top skull? It was like open and in the mouth was open. Like, it was a whole skull, and the mouth was open, and there were flames coming out the back of it, and also, like... Okay, how many teeth? Do you, do you know the teeth? 
Uh, um, I don't know. It just is like the skull. I didn't see like I didn't see any teeth missing. So you had all it had all the teeth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it was it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, if I were to get a tattoo, I think that'd be pretty cool. But like, um, yeah. So basically, I met this person, and they knew my name, and I knew them, and or their name from like the posters and whatnot. And they said that they would be in touch. So they probably can find a way to talk to me. I don't know if they'll. I don't think they'll be able to track me back to here. But if they do, I mean, they'd be coming for me anyway. But I don't think they would, because that's not how a good business partner starts, like, a business relationship. Yeah, but I don't think they want to be... He's probably doesn't want to be your partner, so probably wants to make you his bitch. People that I've worked with, especially, like, him, like, they want to know me because I can get them weapons on the cheap. That's, like, kind of my job. Or, well, my not-Sahara job. Yeah, and how much do you think that's going to protect you, Saul? I mean, enough. Like, like I said, I've been shot and stabbed before and shit, and, like, it hurts. But, like, all you gotta do is just be like, hey, I'm here to do a job, and that's it. And that's all I'm doing. And then that's, you know, all you do. Candor, are you gonna drink that other cup of coffee? Uh, what? Um, yeah, fuck it, yeah. Alright, well, I'll she, be right back. She goes back to, she goes back to, um, her tinkering. The, like, half of the laptop is in pieces at this point. I'm going to go down to the bar, grab a beer, and come back up. Oh, grab me one. How old are you? Please. Listen, kid. I'm going to tell you this once and only once. Put your weight and you can do whatever you want. If the kid wants a beer, get her a beer. All right, mom rules. i get two beers, I guess. Yeah, but, like, make it, like, a, make it like a, a good beer. Like, like you know, like the, the good one. Like, the hops and... Yeah, like... <laughs> okay, no problem. I'm gonna get her, like, a fucking strong-ass IPA, and I... Get the really good beer and make sure it's sparkling. That's the good stuff. Alright, fine. I'll get something from Kissy Kate. You guys really know how to make a girl's morning. Thanks, Abel. Yep. Should have stayed in the cemetery. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go. Yeah, I'll go down. I'm ignoring the shit out of Saul. Um, and I'm going to go see if Kissy Kate's available. And if Kissy Kate's not available, then I will walk out and go get uh, some actual breakfast um, of a middling nature. So you head downstairs. Um, I mean, it's basically empty. Uh, because it is eight o'clock in the morning and most people are not drinking. <laughs> there's, there's a few, um, seedier patrons who kind of never leave. They might be glued to the chairs. You don't know. Um, and Kissy Kate is, is standing behind the bar. It's, it's her usual spot. Um, and kind of just like given the, given the business to this like older, um, kind of stockier gentleman with, uh, like a big greasy beard. Just like, damn it, Arturo, this is the last time. The next time you come in here with no money, want to open a tab, you can just kiss my ass. 
Oh, so that's where she got the name Kissy. Good morning, Kissy Kate. Like, how are you doing today? Oh, hey, sweetie. I'm doing fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta be rough with some of the uh, some of these patrons, or they'll walk right over you. Well, I mean, that's what you hired us for, right? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, how's that? Um, how's that collection going? Did we give her the leg from the the dude? From you did. Yeah, you did. It was very scummy. <laughs> well, the last person on that list is a. Uh, that lady you were talking about and um i can tell you like we will definitely have her money within the next like two days well that's good news because every day that she doesn't pay me the interest rate goes up it's okay this will this will cover it i believe me she she has been very helpful and and said that like she just needed some time to get the money together that's all uh, that's not what she was acting like the last time I came to collect, but I trust you to get the job done. You've paid off uh, div and dividends so far. Oh, thanks, Kissy Kate. Like, yeah. Yo, Kissy, you serve breakfast here? <sighs> well, we just kind of have like the general bar slop food, uh, but I can make you like a shepherd's pie or something. Yeah, I think at this point we will take anything that's warm and not out of a vending machine. Uh, yeah, I make all my food here, uh, you know, by myself. So it's it's whole family recipes. My grand grand passed this shepherd's pie to me, and uh, no, I mean it's kind of got like a little bit of everything in there, sort of like a uh, sort of like a uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, cupboard cleaner, but it'll 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 get the it'll get the job done. Yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds perfect, and I'm gonna uh, you know, hey, how about uh, I'll send you fifty credits, and you can bring it up to the to the room when it's done. Sure thing, sweetie. Could you also like throw a growler into that too, Kissy? I think we've all kind of had long nights, so, you know, a good growler would be or, or uh, that should help us out. Plus, when it's empty, I can hit Saul over the head with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're not going to hurt my precious Saul's forehead, are you? No, back of the head, I promise. You know I have a fragile forehead. We won't, uh, we won't fuck with the moneymaker on the front, don't worry. He obviously needs to look the fucking same tonight. As he did yesterday. Yeah. Totally wouldn't be beneficial to just knock the shit out of his brains right now. I don't know what you're getting at, but like... Yeah, I'm kind of missing the, uh, I'm kind of missing the in-between-the-lines talk, too. Mm-hmm. Look, if you're hitting on me, like, I don't... I'm sorry, I'm just not interested. No, Sol, I'm just wondering, um, how easy it would be to rearrange your face. Oh, like, I mean, probably kind of easy, but... Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it would be kind of easy. I mean, you just need the right tools for the job. I don't think a growler would be it, though. I mean, like, I I bet you I could make you something upstairs. I got some 40s behind the bar. That might work. Yeah, can I get you a, can I get you a, a, a cold 40? A, a cold? Cold 40? Yeah, cold 40. Or a, a, a cold. That's what I said. 
you know, I'm good for right now, Kissy, but maybe maybe in the future. I'm just going to head back up to the room. But yeah, if you, if when you're done with breakfast, if you could bring it up, that would be fantastic. No problem. You're the best, Kissy. Oh, you're too kind. Probably, but appreciate it. I'm going to head back upstairs. I'm following up, too. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Abel, you get a text um, from an unknown number. It says, uh, yo, this Amos, you want to talk details? Uh, yeah, uh, sup, Amos. Uh, uh Stryker give you the lowdown? He replies back, Basically, basically, you need some music. Maybe you need some blood. Uh, hoping for no blood donation, but we'll, we'll pay well. And he, he ties back, expected, especially if um, the blood comes from the vendor or the venue. That's definitely preferred. Can you guys do a, a loud show? And, and he types back uh, with, like, a little laughing emoji. Loud show. Yeah. Uh, just the, the okay sign. Beautiful. Meet me. Want to meet to uh, discuss finer details? And he's, he types back, sounds good. I'll make sure all the boys are there. 10-4. Uh, Text you uh, shortly. He just, yeah, he just leaves it on red. So while I walk back up into the room, um... Like texting, push open the door. I'll just say, Yo, Sufanji. Hey, uh, so the, uh, let's see, what day was that? Was that the other night? Was that last night? Anyway, my, my buddy Stryker, he knows some folks that can uh, possibly help us on this whole casino deal. Okay. Uh, I was thinking. You know how on the on the schematics it shows there's that uh that that storage room outside the VIP lounge that butts up against the the office we got to get into. Yeah, that's just under it, right? Yeah, I think so. I gotta take a better look, but either way, I figured it might be good for us to have some some backup just in case if whatever plan we end up going with if it goes up south if it goes south we have a. Uh, some buddies that can cover for us. Well, uh, Stryker's got this band lined up that we just need to strike a deal with. But if something were to happen, they would help us in a firefight. And if things go smoothly, then we have a, a nice, loud live show to distract patrons from any sort of uh, masonry or uh, construction work we got going on. Okay, I like it so far. Yeah, I, I mean, these guys are... I don't know them personally. And, uh... I don't know, I'm always wary of anybody new, but Stryker hasn't really led me wrong so far. Uh, hopefully he doesn't. Should we... Yeah, I'm gonna... Hey, I, I'm gonna look in my notebook real quick at, at the picture and just make sure it doesn't look like Stryker. Okay. Should we assess this group? Like, maybe get up with them beforehand? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping that we would, uh, so he, he just texted me, uh, we can meet up soon and discuss details. I'm kind of planning on paying him, uh, a decent amount, but then also backdating some reviews for him. So ho- hopefully boost him a little bit. Uh, I think that might be a good compensation for him, but I don't know. Maybe there's something else that they might want to be compensated with, like, uh, like if there's any net running that they need to be done, saves us some cash, helps us uh, kind of reroute that to paying off some of the debts, right? I was thinking uh, maybe we could fix their renown somehow if I can you know, jack into a major network and use them playing or uh, do like a hack show maybe. Oh, that would be dope. Yeah, yeah, that... Oh, can you look them up for me real quick? Yeah, sure. It's the... It's like the three... The the three-piece band? The three-piece suit? There's some, like, frogcore band. I don't know. It's it's some weird shit, but apparently it's it's in style right now. I'm not much of a musician, so I can't... I couldn't tell you. Uh, And you're talking about, what, Best Pressed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you heard of them? Um, some pieces of them from my adventures. Yeah, uh, if Suifang Ji has had any interactions with them, um, she might know Dirk, uh, who is the, um, the synth player. Um, he's also an assassin. I mean, they're all assassins, but, like, Dirk is the most assassiny of the, of the three, um, kind of like tr- traditional, um, sort of like he, he's taking a vow of silence. Like he's very um, traditional in the in the sense of like a shinobi assassin. Okay, do I know him? Um, you you've probably like you're you're in the same. Um, you're in the same like uh, group grouping of, of, of people. So it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, if you, if you say like work in Ohio and, um, at the same company as this guy who works in Illinois and you're, and you're both like well-known in the, in the group, like you've heard of his, his exploits. He's heard of yours. But I don't think I know him personally, but I have heard of him. Yeah. I like the vibe that I was getting. Okay. Not much of a talker. Um, so we don't really have to worry about him spilling trade secrets or anything like that. Yeah, I'm kind of banking on the professionalism. I certainly go for it. I haven't worked with him personally, but I would love to see what he's about. And But uh, as far as professionalism and this line of work, uh, he can be trusted. Okay. I mean, I guess that's, that's worth something. But yeah, I, I would like all of us to meet him because I, I don't want to be in a trade negotiation or like uh, uh, any sort of negotiation with three assassins by myself. All right. Well, when do you want to do this? I can facilitate. Oh, what? To, like maybe tonight? Tonight-ish? Dinner? Maybe, you know, let's treat him to dinner. I feel like treating him to dinner is a classy thing to do. Plus, I'm getting kind of tired of all this coffee. It's really killing my ulcer. Yeah. The beer's not really helping with that, but I don't know. Maybe. Who drinks water these days? 
I mean, most people can't because you know the pollution. But exactly. Should we go out to see them play? You know, that would be kind of smart, wouldn't it? Their performances end with like death. Like they're assassins, right? Um, that's just more of a reason to travel, you know, less suspicion, gets you into places, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to end with an assassination. But it is a great infiltration tool. Ooh, uh, Sufanji, can you, like, pull up? Maybe they got a show online or something. Can, can we Can we just watch it? Let's see. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, it looks like they are around. Um, they have a... Looks like there's a show tonight uh, that they're having. Um, you could totally check that out. I'm down with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Okay, cool. And then that way we can see what they're about. Also, I guess enjoying some good music and... Yeah, and then I'll just I'll just invite them out to dinner after the show. Yeah. All right, let's do this. I'm excited. Candor, you're up for a show? Yeah, I'm actually... Um, uh, best Press to actually kicks ass. So I'm totally cool with this. Yo, Candor, you got a fake ID? <laughs> do I have a... Yeah, I have, yeah, I have a fake ID. Is Candor even your real name? N- no, no, it's not. Sufaji, where'd you find this girl? Oh, she's Smoke's protege. Yeah, the Hack Sahara and stole the information from the little side mission they had to do for this thing. Oh, oh, so did you kill him? And then you got this thing? Turned him in. Oh. Yeah, and so now Candor belongs to me. Okay, I don't belong to somebody? That's fucked up. Hey, you know, it's it's sometimes nice to belong to somebody. Also, I think it's kind of a little rude that you called uh, my my basic like adopted dad's life's work uh, as a little side mission for you because that's, I mean, that's what we've been focusing on for years now. I apologize for my indiscretion. Um, Snook is definitely more than a side mission to you, and I respect that. I mean, I, I'm sticking with you uh, for now in the hopes that um, you can actually get Hellfire. But, like, if I at some point decide that you're not up to the task, uh, I'm going to go after it on my own. And I understand that you guys, like, have, you know, your toes dipped in, like, a hundred fucking pools right now. So I, I can help you, like slim that number down so we can focus more effort on on my thing, but we'll table it for now. We appreciate that candor. We'll definitely help each other. Shit, that's pretty mature for a 16-year-old. Yeah, I'm real fucking mature, like... Should have seen her try to kill us. Good for you, kid. Well, hey, kid, you're, you're seeming awfully eager to be helpful. Not that that's not, like, appreciated, but... Why? Why? Give a shit. Um, you guys are gonna get me into a casino? Okay, noted. Yeah, totally. I was probably the same way at 16. I'm gonna hit the slots while I'm there, <laughs> like, no doubt. Well, I'm not your mom, so do whatever the fuck you want, kid. 
uh, with that, um, uh, Kissy Kate comes into the room and she's got like a tray with probably the biggest shepherd's pie you ever see, you ever seen. It's like at least 18 inches, uh, in diameter. Hot um, damn. And it's like, uh, almost like three feet tall. Um, and she's just like, here it is. The everything in the kitchen shepherd's pie. Courtesy of Grandma Kate. Kissy, you're an angel. When you say everything, what exactly does everything entail? Oh, well, there's some mashed potatoes, of course. You can't do shepherd's pie without it. Um, there's some ground beef, there's some wontons, there's a little bit of pork, and some, uh, some pinto beans. Um, I had a little bit of celery stock left, so I put that, I threw that in there. Um, a little bit of, uh, uh, processed, uh, sugar and, you know, just a a pretty good cat that I, I found the other day. Um, so yeah, it should be pretty good. Okay. Well, that sounds nutritious enough. Um, how about it, Kander? Well, like I said, I'm fine as long as it doesn't have any rat in it, so... Cat's better than rat, I guess? Oh, hopefully it has none, but, I mean, it at your own risk. Yeah, Abel already pulled a spoon out of her backpack and is eating just off the corner. Yeah, you guys, you, you really, you might want to eat... The edges are the best part, because it's where they kind of... The, the potatoes get a little crispy, and you get, like... Either side. Yeah, it just. I'm gonna just. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this. Hey everyone, it's Gavin. You know what this is. You've been listening to this show for 13 episodes by now, and you're thinking, hey, I really want this show to continue and succeed, but I don't know how to do that. Well, never fear, because this is the part in the show where I tell you what you can do. If you love our show and haven't taken the time yet to send us some love, it's never too late. You can follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and share us with your friends and family. We have a Patreon for those of you who are able to toss us a few dollars a month. Just go to www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors and select the $5 donation level and you will gain access to our current bonus episode and any new bonus episodes. I'm about to start work on bonus episode number two, so now is a good time to become a Patreon because you can double your investment and you also get the knowledge that you are helping us produce more and better content. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty. For those who want to learn more about the characters and the people behind the characters, we have a website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com where you can see our Twitter feed and read our bios. Well, that's about it. I'll let you guys get back to the episode now. So in the main lobby, uh, there's kind of like a a little bit of a buzz going as um, there's like a registration desk um, for the VIP Great Auk game. Um, Most of the people that are there are not participants. They are, um, they're like signing up to or they're buying tickets to like watch the live stream of it and like browsing the list of of the the contestants and currently on the on the list is just Evelyn Donati, Carja Kane, and Phyla Drayson. 
Um, the buy-in is uh, twenty-five thousand, and um, according to like the registration desk, you have to be offered a formal invitation um, by one of the dealers in the casino to to participate. Uh, you also see Oslo um, kind of just like looking at the at the registration desk with kind of like a forlorn look on his face. Hey, Sensei, it's been a minute. How you been, man? Oh, uh, what's up, Saul? How's it how's it going, man? It's good. Like, what's up? You don't look too too happy. Yeah, like you know, I got like offered uh, I got offered like an invitation to to, to do this thing, but man, I don't have I don't have twenty five thousand. It's fucking like big boy money. Yeah, I thought I thought they would have gone by you know um, skill, not just you know, money. Well, Saul, it is a gambling tournament. Well, I mean, I get that, but like, I guess, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just glad we didn't put our whole like fucking uh, eggs in that basket because we can't afford that basket, guys. Yeah, I mean, like, I hate to, I hate to say it, but like, I, I mean, I know who has that kind of money. Who has that kind of money? Kissy Kate. I, I've borrowed from her before to get into the tournaments, but I don't know if she's ever going to let me borrow from her again. Yeah, buddy, that's kind of how we all met. Yeah. That's... I really, you know, I don't. I kind of like her cooking. I don't want to be on her bad side. Yeah, we kind of, like, live at her place now, too, so, like, I don't want our landlord being, you know, pissed off at us for any reason. Okay, well... If I can get to a net point, I'm sure I can jack in and force our entries. I mean, you can definitely try. I will just remind you that, like, these guys are, they seem pretty legit, so I don't know how well that would go for, I don't want you getting caught and getting hurt, Soifanji. There's, like, I mean, the problem with that plan is, like, there's, like, three participants right now, and there's going to probably be, like, ten, maybe, um, it's like a, it's a small list and you gotta be like offered an invitation. I feel like they're going to notice, you know, like that's like a lot, a small, small pond to be fished out of. You know, Sufunji, I don't think it's a bad idea to get the list though, to figure out who exactly is in this tournament. Cause it seems, this seems like the who's who kind of situation, not quite the, the up and coming, like, uh, yeah, it seems like something that that the folks that have twenty five to burn and to show it off as they burn it. Agreed. Okay, so I just came out with a crazy plan. This may be a way that we can use best pressed. Um, I could acquire the list, and then we could hire them to hit one of the entry one of the entry people and wait for them to counter-offer. Um, so they basically pay to not be assassinated, and that can be someone's entry. I don't know. That sounds really cool and, like, secret spy and stuff, but do we need to do that if we just hire the, the, um, the band to do their, like, band job and then we just do what we got to do while they play real loud and whatnot? I mean, if we're going to go that route, we might as well just put a hit out on uh, What's-Her-Face. 
the ladies whose office for trying to get in and do a trade, but I'm, I think that's a good, great backup plan. Like, if something doesn't uh, work out, we can always, you know, go that route. Most of the time, you got, like, the best the best ideas, Abel, and I will not lie. I am not the best of the idea people here, but putting a hit out on a mafioso, like, leader slash daughter... I think is a pretty good way to get your ass killed in a city and or caught really quickly. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's not like a plan A, but a, a plan fuck. So like a plan like alpha, like being alpha being like the letter path C. I, I, I just think it's a good option for when we're fucked and we have no option. I don't think it's a good option ever. I think, like, running the fuck out of the city or running away from the, the situation might be a better option. Because then they're not coming after us, we're not coming after them. You know, so I would agree with you, but you also put your face on the dark web, so... Uh, potato, potato, like... Whoa, you put your face on the dark web? That's... <laughs> That's gnarly, man. Sensei thinks I'm cool. The kid thinks I'm cool. Both of them think I'm cool. So there. Fucking suck it. I don't think that that was that, was that kind of... But, uh, okay, Sufanji, how about counter counter idea? Uh, Azo, uh, are they hiring right now for more help with this big event going on? Well, from what I heard, like, they just let go their last bartender because... Um, he kept he kept showing up like fucking blasted. I mean, Sufanji, if you have access to like some really dope ass mixology skills, uh, like if you can access some good recipes or something, work at the bar. Get everybody here plastered off some dope ass mixed drinks. They're hopped up on on alcohol. They're chilling with good music. They don't give a shit that Saul and I are punching through the wall over here. I actually, I mean, if we're going to go that route, we might be able to, you know, make the drinks a little bit better, you know? Because we do have the recipe for Haze. Wait a minute. Hold the fucking phone. The last time that this plan was brought up, Saul talked about how bad it was and how it upset his morals. If you guys are going to drug them the fuck out, then go ahead and do that. Just leave me the fuck out of it. I do not want to get caught here, okay? Like, I am going to be with, like, f- maybe three or four other guys from, um, well, co-workers from uh, uh, Militech doing an arms deal probably the day of. Saul's going to, or Abel's going to grab Saul by the sleeve and drag him over into a corner real quick. Um, just, so, he, Hey, Saul? Yeah, what? Other people around. Maybe Ixnay on the Haze or whatever the fuck. Like, let, let, let's tone it down for a second. We tone it down. You guys are the ones talking about fucking putting a hit on the goddamn mafioso's, like, daughter. Like... You're the one talking about fucking... We have to cut your shit for Haze. Like, don't... Yeah, yeah but we got Oslo right there, too, man. I don't... Fuck, Sensei's cool. Look. No, he's not. All right, well... I swear to God, he's not, Saul. (laughs) Okay, despite your own personal conniptions, look. I would rather have everybody here just, like, feel like it was a really good time and a really good night and be so inebriated that they didn't know something happened. 
compared to us being in a fucking firefight with a, an entity that runs the city from the shadows, man. Yeah, and then we got some jackass who has uh, cybernetic enhancements that we don't know about that thinks that they're just drinking a beer or two and ends up hopped up on haze and loses their fucking minds. Did you forget about that part? No, I remembered that part, but like, again, you guys were talking about going all the way to the end of the spectrum and going full on, like, murder everybody. Like, that's not going to play out well for anybody. I'm talking about cutting a hole in a wall. So, so Funji walks over again. So I just wanted to clarify my plan was to was to secure twenty five thousand euro dollars by pretending to have to have a hit out on someone, and they counter that hit by paying me to not kill them. My brain so, is so like in loops because that's so convoluted. Ah, uh, that's even worse than one of my normal ideas. It's like I've come to kill you. I, no, don't kill me. I'll pay you to not kill me. Accept the offer and take their money. Now we have the 25,000 euros. God, we are so screwed. Um, I, look, I, I don't know, guys. Like, I don't, I don't know what, what. Uh, look, Saul. I'm making able voice. I'm making able noises because, like. Yeah. I spent too much time with you guys. Uh. Saul, Sufanji. Yeah. Before we start any of this we need to decide right now whether we're going to be loyal to this group and figure out shit so it works the best for this group or if we're all in it for ourselves because right now it really fucking sounds like we've got three separate plans for three separate people to take down one job. And I don't want to be st- fucking stepping on your toes while I'm trying to dance around some- somebody else's. Yeah, that's a good point. It was just an idea. No. Sufanji, you're fine. These are good ideas. But we can't be talking about it in front of some assholes. Even if it's some 15-year-old kid that you're suddenly adopted. But anything that we say puts that kid in danger. Anything that we let Oslo know about puts us in danger. Fine. All right. So let's just set some ground rules. I do not want to kill anybody in this this job, okay? That's like... I, I, I could not help out with that. I, like, I can, I can help you guys from a distance, but I feel super uncomfortable even being in this casino because of the other thing I'm doing. I don't know. Any ideas that you guys had? Like, I like the whole, like, get everybody plastered idea. That one's cool. And, like, the whole, like, do it all during a cool-ass rock show sort of deal. Yeah, and we just keep this as much above board as possible. You know? What are, what are you guys' ground rules? What do you, what do you want to set? A. Don't fucking die. B. A. Is, is, is really it. I mean, I guess... I guess I agree with your rules. No killing and no dying. Um, Everything else is, I would say, fair game. Negotiable. All right. Going to be honest, we've all been kind of doing our own thing for for probably the last, like, week or so. Let's, Let's take some time now to just, like, check out everything and just, like, enjoy, wink, wink, you know, scout out the casino. And then when we when we get back to the 
maybe we go back to the house or even when we're at the concert we talk about ideas yeah yeah I'm going to just go over to a slots machine and play fucking nickel slots. While I'm going over to do that, though, I'm going to start cataloging in my mind every single tattoo that I see inside the the casino. So if I'm seeing anything that uh, rings a bell with the dude that Saul saw, anything that is a variation of it, um, I'm keeping track of it. And... uh, I'm either going to like just do quick sketches like on the, on my forearm of just like quick line kind of drawings to keep my memory sharp or uh, oh, something really easy so I can see like, all right, that guy's got a skull. That guy's got a skull with a full jaw. Okay, this guy's got a skull but no flames. This guy's got uh, like two, three skulls. I'm, I'm looking for any sort of pattern within the tattoos as well as like how many folks are, are, are tatted up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you see your fair share of tattoos. A lot of the um, tattooing, especially like the armed thugs that like are just kind of standing guard like you know the big big dudes in suits uh who are clearly like packing heat and um are just kind of like scanning the room like you are um they have tattoos but they're on the back of their neck kind of where uh Colm's spider tattoo is and they're like different um uh different like animals and like insects and, and, and creatures like that. Um, and even just like some, some tattoos are kind of more just like, uh, sim- symbols, um, and things. No, no flaming skulls though. So we find G, uh, is going to want, or Candor walks up to you and she's just like, so, um, you low down on the security system. Where is it? The security system is in the office, right? Well, the, you remember the the last time you were at the at the uh, casino? There's like a um, there's like a little hub for it on the wall in in the uh, first floor. That's got a guard. Okay, cool. Well, it looks like we're going to that hub then. Yeah, there currently is a guard stationed at it, uh, at it, and he's kind of just like eyeing everybody that gets a little too close. Can I do an attractiveness check? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, that's a good idea. I rolled a 7. Uh, my modifier is 10, so that's 17. 17. All right. That's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're looking your usual self. You didn't dress up any for this particular outing, um, but your normal kind of sultry self is more than sufficient in most circumstances. Okay, cool. So I will distract the security guard while Kander, like, takes a break for the security system. Okay, um, yeah, uh, show me, or tell me how that works. Tell me, what do you say to him? Um, you know, what's your body language doing? What, what does it look like? Um, I'm gonna embody, like, my inner Eartha kit and, like, sensually 
like look in the security guard's direction enough to let him know that I'm sensually walking in his direction. Um, so hopefully that is enough to sort of catch his eye um, and him to come over to like assess the situation. And then I'll just like light flirt, like, oh, so how's it being in security? Oh, I feel so safe around you. And have you been in security for years? Yeah, 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 sort of. All right. Yeah, give me a give me a cool roll, um, but you have advantage because of your attractiveness. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Yeah, he's um he's into what you're he's he's buying what you're what you're selling, um, uh, more or less. Uh, and he it's it's not like it's not like in you know cartoons where like. You know, he he turns into a wolf and like starts panting or anything, but uh, he's he's definitely like he's glad to have the company, and um, he's all too happy to like talk talk you up about how he's a big shot in the security game and um, you know how much he makes doing this job and everything like that. And while he, while he's doing that, Candor uh, slips in behind. And, um, she, like, opens up the panel, uh, on the front of this hub and just starts tinkering. Um, and after about, like, 30 seconds, you see her, like, put the panel back and she gives you a thumbs up and, like, makes a break for, um, kind of like one of the, one of the areas with the, the roulette tables. Cool. All right, well, it's been fun, Mr. Security Guard. Glad to know that you're on our side. And then I sensually, like, walk away. He's a little disappointed that uh, the conversation ended there, but he walks back to his his post, uh, gives, like, it a scrutinous look for a second, and then uh, resumes guarding. And um, you join Candor over by the, the roulette table, and she's just like, Okay, so that thing's pretty advanced. Um, it's going to pick you up as soon as you try to uh, start hacking in um, and basically, like, fight you at every every turn. But I think I know a way around it. Um, it's kind of complex, but what I'm going to basically do is introduce a dummy AI into the system that acts as a hacker um, and like draw its attention and it's going to just like perform like hundreds of things at once to try to like stretch the processor on the AI. And then like, once you have that going, um, then I can, I can, um, break into like the back end through some non-essential systems and leave viruses, um, that will, uh, sweep clean any hacks that you perform. Okay. Wow, that's really good work, Kander. I am impressed. Yeah, it's not... The problem is, is it's not going to be, like, the stealthiest of maneuvers, because the, the AI is definitely going to be on, like, high alert, because um, dummy AI is going to be attacking, like, all sorts of systems. Um, but, like, it will, it will make it so that, like, 
they don't know exactly where you are in the building. Um, and like, I will be there like in, you know, in the middle of, uh, when things are going on and I can kind of just like be leading them on a, on a wild goose chase and setting, sending fake signals, you know, just shit to just kind of like confuse them. Okay. And all right. Is there anything that I can do to assist? I know that's not much I can do. Well, well, I mean, I'm creating the, I'm creating the fireworks. I'm creating the distraction. I, I assume like once, once I'm, once my thing is going, then like your job's just going to be, you know, finding the, finding what you need to find, shutting down the systems you need to shut down to like make it easier for you to get to, get to her office. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And you sure you can handle that? I mean, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but yeah, I, I can, I can do it. Okay. It sounds like you got this. What does Saul do? Um, I know, like, Oslo is going to just kind of sulk. Um, he's going to go to the bar and just kind of, like, slump down and and um, start drinking. Do you follow him? Yeah. Saul is definitely going to try to get some information out of Oslo. Um, basically, like, because they haven't seen him for the last couple of days. So stuff that's been going on in the casino. um who the couple of people are on the list so far because i know you said it was did not it was evelyn of course and then who was the other one uh he's like like yeah i mean they got karja kane um joining in you know the, the rippers guy the rippers boss uh and then philo drayson of course he plays like all of the big games he's that biotechnic executive yeah he's the guy that you were talking about earlier that i uh want to get to know a little bit better but like what's been going on like in the casino man like i know we haven't really talked in a little bit has it been busy have they been like getting stuff ready for the tournament are they pulling more bodyguards and stuff in like what what's the scenario what's the the skizzy well i know that well i I told you about the bartender getting let go so that's kind of like created like a disturbance at the um with like the staffing uh, but I guess like, I guess like they, they clean house kind of, um, in the, in the staff department, anyone that like was like associating with this dude, they let go to, they were like really, really uptight about security. I think it's cause of, um, it's poppers thing. Like they're really, uh, they're really paranoid about any sort of like potential security breach. So that's like kind of not great, but it also creates an opportunity for you guys for someone to come in and be like the new bartender. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I think we just like, we just need somebody who knows how to like bartend. Well, do you know how to bartend? Well, sensei? Not really. No. I mean, I, I drink well, but I mean, you know, like I got study a little bit in like, um, like online forums for like, like, like sake bars and stuff like that because you know like, Asian culture is like really interesting to me but no nah, I mean I mean I never got my certification or nothing 
I, I can I can make like a mixed drink or, or two, but uh, I they know me here. Like it's not gonna work that way. Oh, that's that's fine. That's that's a good point. But yeah, just wanted to see how everything was going in the casino. If like people are getting on edge because of all this thing, this stuff going on, and have they um, I mean. How did everybody in the casino react when they, you know, when that news broke out about like the the thing getting out? The thing? What thing? The police thing. Like, did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. You guys didn't have something to do with that, that did you? No, I just thought it was wild because, like, not gonna lie, like, I was pretty near. I was I was actually touring and talking to some friends I made down by the the central police department and all of a sudden they just like shut down all the roads and like there were a bunch of people just all over the place and they were talking to us and stuff and they kept on asking us like if we had seen anybody or if there's anything that was like suspicious and we were like no man we were just getting like penguin tacos man yeah no doubt no i mean i haven't seen like any real suspicious characters or anything uh since then i mean i know like I know, like, a few cops came asking around, uh, like, a few days after it happened, just, like, asking, pa- like, patrons of the casino. Um, I know they went to, into, like, Evelyn's office to talk to her about it at some point. Um, I think that was, like, like maybe the day after. But, yeah, that's about all. That's wild. Like, that's wild. I would never suspect the cops to come here. Like, there's no... I don't feel like there's any reason for them to be here, you know, but. Well, I mean, you know, like they, that's where they found the stuff in the first place, right? What, here at the casino? Well, not like here, here, but like, like nomads, man. Yeah, that's true. But like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not like in that loop, but, you know, thanks for the info, Sensei, that like, that's. It's a lot of stuff to know. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go play some uh, slots for a bit. Um, but you stay You stay here. You have. You enjoy yourself. You get a couple of drinks. Thanks. Thanks, Sensei. I think I will. I think we're all going to, like, chill here for a minute and just, just think about, like, you know, how to best broach our problems. Okay. So after uh, Oslo leaves... Um, you, you're kind of like looking around the bar, um, and the, there's only like a couple people at the bar right now. Um, but this woman catches your eye. Uh, she's sitting alone and, uh, she's got like this gorgeous red and brown hair. Um, and like, she's wearing like this exquisite silver ball gown, kind of just like really, really done up, um, beautiful makeup and everything. She's sipping this like fruity looking drink, uh, with a pineapple cube and a cherry skewer in it. Um, and she sees you looking at her, uh, and she motions for you to come over to her. Oh, um, hello. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stare. It's just that that's a really nice dress. Thank you. Um, what's your name? Um, I, I, my name is, uh, um, uh, it's Saul. Hi, how, how, what, what's your name? Oh, that's funny. Um, I am Elizabeth and, uh, you're funny. You seem funny. You're like a funny guy. 
I try to be, yeah, he like finger guns. He's like, um, what, how could I help you today? I mean, is there anything I could do for you? Um, nothing specifically. I just uh, noticed you noticed me and, um, yeah, you seem like the kind of guy who uh, I could share a drink or two with. And she rests her hand on your knee. Sure, sure, that would be fantastic. Um, could I get a uh, uh, what goes good with chocolate milk? Um, um, <laughs> you're so funny. Could I get a white Russian, please? Um, and like one of the regular like waiters who's like struggling to ten bar right now. Uh, it's just like yeah. Uh, one one second. Yeah. Um, God, how do I make that again? Um, you can do it. You can use chocolate milk instead of normal milk. It, it tastes better that way. Um, and Elizabeth's just like, Haha, that's so funny. So what uh, what brings you here to the, the casino today, Elizabeth? Oh, I just, um, you know, I like to frequent the bar and I like to come and, and watch uh, people gamble. It's It's kind of like a spectator sport for me, you know? Really? Like, what do you, what, um, what do you find the most interesting about watching people gamble? Just like how they play the game or like how they react or? Yes. I like watching their faces. I like to see, um, their reactions and the build up to things. It's very interesting. It's like a, it's like a dance almost. Huh. That's an interesting way to put it. I never heard anybody say it like that before, but I kind of get it. It's like when somebody, you know, discovers something or, like, figures out something they've been looking for a long time. That kind of reaction. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite um, casino gambling game here? Oh, I love Great Auk. It's such a it's such an interesting uh, card game. I, I love um, kind of like... It, it really brings out the best elements of what I consider to be like the dancing. Oh yeah. Like I have a, I have a friend who plays great Oak a lot and he tried to explain it to me once, but I, I don't know if it's just not for me or maybe, I, I don't know. He might not have been teaching to me. Right. But it sounds interesting at least. Yeah, there's a lot of subtleties in the game that most people don't pick up on on the first uh, time they play it. Huh? Do you, do you play great Oak often? Oh, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm really a player. I, I just, I enjoy watching. I enjoy the, the, um, I, I kind of like to live vicariously through the gamblers, if you will. Oh, oh, that's a shame. I thought I, well, I, it's, it's interesting, but I like, I heard that there was going to be a tournament of that here recently. So are, are you going to be frequenting that or watching that or? Oh, I already got my tickets. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be watching that for sure. Oh, cool. You know, I had, um, I was going to attend, but unfortunately my work pulled me away from, um, there that night, you know, the actually being able to show up. But I heard that, uh, they're going to have a really cool band here too. Oh, uh, that's it. I haven't heard that. Um, what, what's the band? Uh, I don't know. It was one of my coworkers, like kids. She was talking about it. It's like some new up and coming band, and I thought it was just interesting that they were gonna play here. But 
It is what it is. You know, I think that's cool. I think that that's really cool that the uh, casino is getting up on like, you know, new trends and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, we should continue this conversation somewhere more private, maybe. Sure. Sure. Uh, when, when, when would you want to, to do that? Right now, if we can. She grabs you by the arm. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, while Saul is being led away by her, I guess he's gonna try his best to like pull the attention of maybe Abel, because um, Saul probably figured Abel was looking around. Uh, he's not gonna do it as like just out in the open, but he's definitely gonna like <sighs> maybe. T- Dumble with the glass a little bit, or like cough or something into his elbow. I don't know. Yeah. Does uh, does Abel see him? Mm, uh, if they're gonna pass near like the check-in table, she yeah. Actually, yeah. Give me like a um, uh, give me an awareness notice. Hmm. Well, I'd probably probably notice it. Uh, twenty-one. Yeah, you see it. Um, you see Saul being led away by this absolutely, like, gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Um, and uh, Oslo, like, comes up behind you, and he's just like, Oh, shit! What's Saul doing hanging out with Evelyn Donati? Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to get up and walk over to Saul and say... The uh, the crowd is getting like um, very very uh, large and mm-hmm. like lots of people have been coming in while you guys have been kind of hanging out and you're just like you're trying to push through people um, but you see her uh, and Saul get into an elevator and the elevator doors close just as you like reach the doors. Fuck! 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 Okay. Um. Hmm. Is there like a guard over by the door? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go up to him um, and say, uh, uh, "Excuse me, sir, sir." Yeah, what is it? Uh, it I think my husband just got on the elevator. <laughs> well, um, sorry about your luck, then. Oh, I, I don't know because he actually has. Okay, so this is gonna be way too much information, um, but. Uh, my husband has a little bit of a problem, um, both uh, upstairs and down, if you know what I mean. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think that whatever she thinks is going to happen <laughs> is going to happen. Um, so could, do you think you can go up and, and get, and get my husband? For me, please, because he's not going to be able to um, go up and, and help her in any way if you catch my drift. Well, listen, I, uh, I I feel for you. I really do. I'm sorry about I'm sorry about the infidelity that's probably about to happen. But uh, it's an open listen, relationship. Listen, but, yeah. um, typically uh, he's a catcher, not my, a pitcher. But I don't fuck with my yeah. bosses. Um, uh, exploits per se. Uh, once, once she gets 
up to the penthouse with a man. I'm not. I'm not disturbing that. Okay. Well, I tried. I'm gonna go find Sufunchi. 